Sweet Chariot. 3,600? 3,600. 3,600? Am I right? Oh, how about that? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Good, good. Excellent. So this is episode 36. Oh, this cord is just out here. I didn't okay. fix this fun, at all. Fun Hide cord. it, man. Hide it away. I'm hiding it right now. Pull on it. You guys hear any cool stories recently? Oh, have we started? Um, I've, I've heard, heard stories. stories. Any cool I've murder mysteries? No I've, been, I've been murder really mysteries. into um, this podcast, uh, Sword and Scale. That's oh, what it's yeah. called. Really? Fucking amazing. Yeah, that's no. not what we're, what we're into. You, uh, is it a mur- you talking murder about mystery thing? You don't like uh, murder stories that are based on truth, right? Or is that you that said that? Because I was talking to someone about Sword and Scale, and they're like, yeah, I feel like it capitalizes off of um, people's misfortune, especially like when the stories get heavier and there's like, you know, rape and murder and all that. Mm-hmm. And there is, is that something you? that's a little bit weird about that. Like there's, there's this guy who started a, a podcast um, that's actually, it's very good. And he's done another one that's also very high quality. Um, called Up and Vanished, and huh. his name is Payne Lindsay. He's from Atlanta, actually. His name is Payne. Payne Lindsay. Like P-A-I-N? Yeah, P-A-Y-N-E-N-E-P-A-Y-Y-O-N-A-S. But he works his butt off, so I respect the hell out of it, but there's something about... He was his first. The first podcast was called Up and Vanished. It was kind of following the disappearance of this girl a while ago. It was kind of like a dead case, and he came back and actually helped contribute to the the. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. cool. It was like just that. one of those things. But it, it, he kind of got too close to it, okay. and it felt like it was he was making it about him. Oh, oh. yeah. You know what? That's a that's a Guys, thing. That I, I did it. There was um, <laughs> me. It was it. You know, and I don't want to speak for him. It just it felt like ah, this isn't your thing, man. Like I normally don't have a problem with um, people doing those kind of podcasts. I think it's just cool mm-hmm. to hear those stories. But there was one podcast. I don't know if it was Sword and Scale. It might have been where they said just the worst shit, and then immediately they were like, "All right, now we have a sponsor." Mm-hmm. And I was just oh, like, oh. "That's a big. That's, that's a big just problem. that's just a little poor, um, timing. poor placement. Poor timing. Yeah. 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 Speaking yeah. of which, guys, we have a sponsor right now. Hey, so thank you to Hims, Quip, and Stitch Fix for sponsoring today's podcast. We'll get into that in a second. But our very first sponsor is Hims, Hims. <laughs> folks. Let's talk about Hims. Thank you, Hims, for for taking care of us this weekend. Ladies and germs, uh, mostly men, 66% of men, actually, you, you guys have a habit of losing your hair all by the age of 35. Here Except it comes. Me. Oh, they're gonna sneeze. Uh, problem is, is if you start to see that hairline start to creep backwards in the, the glare of the, the crown of your head, sometimes it's too late, friends. Once it starts to go, it's gone. But you gotta protect the hair you have, and Hims is here to help you. Look, once, you're, once it starts to go, it's gone. So, Hims has found a one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual well, and sexual wellness for men. Um, there is a uh, habit in the hair loss community where people will sell snake oil and are we okay? I still don't yeah, fully understand good. what snake oil is. <laughs> snake, snake oil, oil is what's put in the lipstick of uh, uh, the Barlow girl, so Kissy Kate Barlow from two, okay. Anyway, snake oil, fake medicine that doesn't actually do anything. Like a placebo. That they say does everything. Okay. I think people actually sold like what they called snake oil because people didn't understand what it like was. Like fish oil. Yeah, well, fish oil actually does stuff. But Says some people. Snake oil was just kind of a way to like... Says me. It's like a cure-all, but it didn't actually do anything. Uh, this doesn't do that. This actually helps you. And uh, I'll tell you from a personal standpoint, I have been losing these these bad boys since I was uh, 19, and that has always scared the crap out of me. And I've gone through trials and trials and doctors and a lot of judgmental um, systems in order to get some semblance of help. And mm-hmm. I have found what works for me is the exact same stuff that Hims does for you. Mm-hmm. Just like Pat just throws it out in the wow. most simple way. How does that do way. with facial hair? Um, I've been trying to the, yeah, the no, minoxidil no. can actually help you grow facial hair. If you put oh, okay. It like I said, I suggest you dye it. I'm going to facial hair dye. I'm getting that mustache. Mm-hmm. I found it. Dude, if you rock onto that. If you start when I was when I started to lose my hair, I was 19 years old, and because I started so young using all of the medicines and whatnot, I actually saw regrowth. That's not always the case, but there is a chance. So if you start early, if you catch it before you, the follicle dies. Yeah. If you get on, if you dies, jump on that train, so do I. You can drive all the way to <laughs> Full Hairville. Um, uh, so here's the deal. For Sugar Pine listeners, we're gonna give you a trial month of hymns for just five dollars today. Right now, while supplies last, you go to the website and see the details. And this would cost hundreds of dollars if you were to go to a doctor or a pharmacy. And I know from personal firsthand experience. So go to forhims.com slash pine. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash P I N E. Forhims.com slash pine. And remember, remember, if the follicle dies, 
So does eyes. So does eyes. And so do me do. Me do. Listen, hymns for her. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the sad violin music because the Oh, I should, have, I should have had the piano. Well, you don't. Let's not set it up. Yeah, <laughs> too late. Roll well, the sad piano music. You can see all the boxes around the, the room and all the packed up satter. 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 That's the only song I know, sorry. Okay, yeah, do, do a light sadness. We've uh, packed up a lot of stuff in the office, and this is going to be the last podcast you'll see from in the office. this place until we get to the new place. But it's... Honestly, I'm not too disappointed. I'm, I'm glad to be moving to the new area, although it's quite a drive. And I won't miss this place, to be honest. I'm not going to miss Van Nuys. Batman yeah, I definitely smell. don't think that I'll miss Van Nuys and being in, you know, in kind of a sketchy neighborhood. <laughs> but I'm going to miss our actual office. Like, the inside of our office has always been so cozy and mm-hmm. homey True. and, like, being with your friends here. And it's just, you know, we could do whatever. And you're not going to get that chance outside of this office. Yeah. yeah. This office has definitely been, like, a memorable... It was almost our a year. first office when this came to... Meeting some of our best friends now. Some. Not all. Buddy. But once told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. No, a lot of great experiences have happened here. It's just, uh, we. this is a really shitty area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially right on Van Nuys Boulevard. Yeah, so it's not even It's not even a secret yeah. at this point. We put it in videos. Um, we're fun just house? One video. But yeah, we're moving in with Funhouse. I'm curious if Cow Chop's getting a bunch of questions now that are like, mm-hmm. what, are you guys moving in with them? Answer, doubt it. Yeah. So there's a lot to talk about for sure, but um, we're just in a transitional period right now, moving around, moving boxes that, uh, I mean, I don't think I should have to. Move boxes? Move stuff. Uh, no, you yeah. shouldn't. And you shouldn't. Most of them are and filled with piss. You and I shouldn't have to do that, Steve. Oh my God. That's, we have bathrooms at this new place. Dude, we have convenient bathrooms. Because we, okay. The lights the, don't turn off after two minutes. Yeah, we've explained the bathroom thing. No, we haven't explained Enough. what happens in the bathroom. No, we know. We shitting know in the dark, though. I don't think that people know oh. how shitty the bathroom was, how it was infested with cockroaches, oh, how the light turns off after two minutes, how I was just piss in all there. over the seats. I was just sometimes in there. there's no toilet paper. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. I was just in there, and it literally smelled like somebody got skunked, ran into that bathroom, sprayed an entire can of Axe body spray on themselves, and it didn't cover the smell they at all. They shit their pants. Jeez. That's simply it. I got skunked. You found a cockroach in the other room. I yeah. didn't know if skunked was a, a euphemism or a, or a drug thing. No, no, no. A skunk uh, opened up skunk. its anal glands and sprayed the innards of itself. So it purely, no, yeah. purely no, out of con- inconvenience, we've been peeing in cups in this office every, every so often. I wouldn't say all the time. Sometimes we'll make a trip to the bathroom. You guys, recently, this has happened before with this peeing in the cup situation. We cleared all the cups. I remember there's pee put in bags and thrown over the edge into the dumpster. <laughs> and then I come back the next day and... 20 cups oh, full dude. of piss. And I was like, how did you guys do that in one night? Yeah, Steve like drinks a lot Steve of water. Steve drinks a lot of water, and Steve needs to stop peeing in cups. I've never peed in a cup. I, pee in so, I drink so much water, yet all my pee is mold brown. Hmm. I don't know. I was going to actually throw someone under the bus. Uh, not anyone in this office. Someone that's in the UK oh, now. Oh, yes! He can't touch me. No, he can't get to the episode. I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't know. Oh, dude. Would rather he's not oh, I don't know. I can almost assuredly say he would not like that to be talked oh, about. Oh, dude, no. he talked about taking like he talked about it on the show. RT podcast. He did. Yeah, he talked about ta- taking. I'm a pretty shit. sure. Did we get? Did he, well, I mean, did he get monetized? If he did that, he should know the consequences of doing that. I don't know about not that. Not sure oh. if he did. I, uh, Buckley, I'm voting against this conversation. Stephen, I'm voting against it. Okay, I I'm gonna say it. Because I, I'll, I'll put it. I don't think I'll you should. I'll sugarcoat it. I'll sugarcoat it. There, you know, we. I, I won't say who How it is. Are you sugarcoat- I won't say <laughs> who it is. <laughs> you don't need you know, to. We, we've had, you know, people in here pass the time. I don't know, man. People have, that our guests have peed in a cup before. I'm sorry, man. And I tried. there are those. Never, for the record. Who have taken it a step further. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say what that step is. Okay. Yeah, I, okay, I will. Yeah. This is what it did. That's what a good sugarcoat. Buckley was short on cash. So what he did was he went down to the, you know, the clinic down the way and uh, realized that he could make a, a few hundred bucks. And then he by... shit in the office. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There you have it. Kim no, ruined it. I don't everything. know if we no. should put No, it's fine. I was Jamie, you decide in editing. You decide in editing. No, no. I was going to say that. You decide. Don't do me dirty like Buckley, that. Buckley, this is on Jamie. Executive decision, it's going in. Is that how you talk to Alyssa? Yeah. Executive decision, this is going in. She's like, no, I don't want to. I'm just going to pass out. Executive decision, this is going in. 
I was I was surprised. I think that was my first reaction was was shocked. Oh, you were pissed. I thought you were so angry. I was a little bit angry. I thought it was so funny, and you like defriended him. It didn't. No, it didn't make me. No, it didn't (laughs) make me hate Buckley. I definitely looked at him in a different way for a little bit. Now I'm thinking about it, thinking, wow, still the same. Honestly, dude, I would. My reaction was so funny. Oh my god, I can't wait to tell the guys. How did you find out about it? I was told. Maybe it's not true. It is true. It was in a Dunkin' Donuts box, right? Yep, yes. a donut box. Two of twelve them. pack. Two. Huh. <laughs> that is an expertly crafted situation. That it's it's just hilarious. With so all the, the, that all means the... that a little British man, <laughs> yeah, squatted alone squatted in the office, over a Dunkin' over Donuts, donuts. <laughs> squat and coughed and polished it off into a couple donuts boxes. <laughs> yeah, what's the chance he's gonna watch this though? Uh, uh, he'll get tweeted at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Well, I, he told will. me too. He told me he's like, you, you know, when when you take a shit, a little bit of piss comes out. So you can't not piss while you're taking a shit. So I pissed in the box as well. And I was like, that's not you son of a motherfucker. That Dude, that's, so gross. that's not a waterproof box. Well, to his defense, so if the it was, was late at night. Late at night. Yeah, He's no. not been, you know, didn't conditioned. Have a key. He doesn't have a key. He doesn't have a bathroom key. He's not conditioned Michigan? to be in Van Nuys even during day. True. And he's here at night alone. And he's got to go. It's an emergency, he said. It wasn't even a yeah. shit that he had to take a shit. Is that he got scared from a loud noise outside. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, sure. Some might say easily walk to the nearest um, any fast Poyo food place. Campero. But again, it's at night and it's dangerous and he's not conditioned. True. And it's an emergency. Maybe it's a 30-second countdown. Sometimes when it hits you, if you've had coffee, it's like, oh, this is not my choice. I'm going now. Yeah. That was happening in me after last night. Wet wipe? What are you talking about, You're dude? Just playing around my hand's lower wipe. out of the frame so no one can see that I've been playing with it. It was to wash my hands, and then it felt nice, so I continued. We should have a drinking game for every time somebody talks about uh, taking a, a deuce. Dropping, one dropping a deuce. Is that okay. how you play with drinking down. games? Jamie, yeah, you, yeah, never, yeah. you never had a sip of alcohol in your life? I've never, never oh, you had I did it, last actually. night. I, did, I, had I, had a nice, I had a nice glass of Maker's Mark, and I was like, here, try some of this. And he's like, ooh, that's powerful. And yeah. then he's like, I'm going to just take, take a little dude. I'm going Oh, how did it, it taste? Was like, that it was t- your first sip. Bad, right? it, it tasted like anxiety in a in a cup. Was that your first sip of alcohol in your no. entire life? I've I've I like I want to try and see what everything tastes like. I've never been drunk or oh drunk. I see. I've yeah. never been high. You telling me that. I've never tried any of that stuff. You've never done night. crack? N- not yet. That's surprising. We'll see. Wow. Um, and I love that wow. your character was a crazy drug addict. Yeah. yeah. What's kept you from? You know, the good stuff. Yeah. I, the good stuff. The good life. The yeah. Goomies. <laughs> What's I, uh, kept you from watching The Goonies? <laughs> I haven't seen it. I actually haven't seen really? it. Really? I haven't yeah. seen it. And you like I movies? Need to get drunk and high and watch what? The Goonies, and that'll be an evening of You don't first. even need to get drunk or high. It's just The Goonies. You just it's a watch great it. Story about friends. <laughs> yeah. On an adventure. I don't really like stories about friends. That's but like not I, watching Toy Story. So you've never had a sip of alcohol. Like, uh, you've never been drunk. You've never been high. Mm-mm. Why? I, I just grew up. Not being invited to parties and not being a lot of fun, <laughs> so people just didn't. I didn't have like a big group of friends who liked to, to party and stuff until we kind of like s- split ways in life and everything. I just never, I never really wanted to because my fa- it was getting a little dark. But my family's got a long history of not handling it very well. So I, I have alcohol in my family too. My cousin died from an oxycodone overdose. Wow! I don't wow. think I, I think I met him once. So that, it's not like an impactful thing. But that's thing. definitely no, like an understandable reason as to like you become more aware of things. Yeah. I, there's a creature inside of me somewhere and I watched that creature live inside the rest of my family my entire life and I refuse to give it. Yeah, I see that demon in you. Yeah. I definitely you got see those, that. You got those fuck eyes. You do have those fuck eyes and I swear you let that demon fuck. loose. Everyone here is getting fucking probed. Do you guys remember the first time that you got <laughs> drunk? Thorda. Yes, I got alcohol poisoning. I had to go to the hospital. Yes, dude, me too. No I, way. I go to the hospital. I puked black, and I I was I did this in a bed. And I, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I did the closet. Like my friend Amy was there, and she was like taking care of me. And she was uh, like, "How's every, how are you doing, Steve?" Rock and roll. <laughs> I was like actually passed out in a bed, just like this, the whole night. And then I woke up, and I got breakfast with my friend Max. Wow. Dude. I was throwing up all over the floor, all over the fucking floor, and my mom came to pick me up because it was way too young. I was probably like summer of grade eight or grade seven, going into grade eight. And I was at a friend's house, and he got a full water bottle full of vodka from his older brother, because so, we obviously couldn't get a hold of alcohol. And I went over to his place, and we day drank. And I took a sip, didn't know what to expect, felt nothing. Took another big sip, felt nothing. Eh. And that was a beer. No, a full a water bottle vodka. full of vodka. Oh my god! So then I just—you yeah, didn't know the ten-minute rule. I didn't know anything, so I just downed what's, what's like the rule? half the bottle. Uh, alcohol takes ten minutes yeah. to enter your bloodstream and to and hit you. Kill it. Does it depend on how much you've eaten? Whoa. Yeah, it does. I mean, definitely. in a way, but like that's the li- a liquid to get into your bloodstream. I mean, it takes makes sense. 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. So, but I down ha- the rest like half of a full water bottle full of just vodka, oh, no. and it hits me. I'm fucking wasted. We go out on the fucking road <laughs> fucking with kid. our skateboards. <laughs> we tried to like skateboard. I couldn't even walk. Came back inside, started puking everywhere. Just 
fucking throwing up limp body on the ground fucking <laughs> <laughs> and then my uh, my friend calls my mom and we told both our parents that i i just literally had so much gatorade i drank like 16 so much i drank like 16 gatorades and i just can't stop fucking throwing up and we're driving home she's like if you had anything else you have to tell me so i can take you to the hospital this is your chance and i was like no no i'm fucking fine i'm like Leaning outside of my window of the car, throwing up on the side of the car, and then I was oh like, "Shit, man, I came here for just a second. I need to tell you a secret. Come here for, come here for sweet sex. Come here for a sweet second. I'm gonna tell you something sexy for you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Get to it, man. I just, <laughs> so I said, "Sir, I said, sir, I said, sir, I said, mom, just come over here and you whisper sweet sexual sins. God damn it, dude. <laughs> you know, we'd whisper sweet sins into your ear. <laughs> I said." I might have had a little bit of uh, alcohol. And she said, how much did you have? And I just went, that much. And then she's like, okay, we're going to the hospital because you're lying immediately. So I went to the hospital and they're like, you're going to have to pee into this cup or we're going to have to stick a needle in your dick. And that's how this all started. Man, that's a great ultimatum. (laughs) And then I was like, just give me two seconds and I'm going to fucking make up some pee for you. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing is imagining that that's verbatim what you said that entire time. I wish it was that funny. It was just sad and scary. (laughs) I was like, am I going to die? And they were like, we can't tell you what's going to happen right now. We don't know. I'm sure they were just oh, trying to scare me. Wait, wait. But I was we, like, we can't. I probably didn't even have alcohol poisoning. Hey, I absolutely we, we can't, did. We they can't told, tell you. They told, I did. I had alcohol oh, poisoning. Okay. I had to have a fucking intravenous. Well, and like, mad I'm here it. for you. I was fucked. I absolutely did, dude. I'm proud of that. I was just saying so, this. James, James, don't take away from my accomplishments, that. dude. Nah. <laughs> I remember when I first, I don't remember the first time I got actually drunk, but I remember very early on stage, I think it was freshman or sophomore year of high school, and we went to my buddy Cameron's house, and Cameron had like a, his parents had a big liquor cabinet, but his parents weren't there for the night, or maybe it was like the afternoon or something. And so me and my friend Franco, who were like the troublemakers of the group, we were like the the rebels. We tried everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we even tried fucking each other. I um, don't doubt it. <laughs> um, so we were like, all right, Cameron, we're gonna take some of this alcohol. And he's like, no, guys, no, you don't. And we get, like, some Citron, and we're like, we like, pour it into a me. cup. That was me. I was that guy, by the way. Citron? No, What's Citron? That's <laughs> it's the uh, absolute, like, citrus vodka. Oh, yeah. It's, like, lemon vodka or something. And so we, like, put it into the cup, took out, like, that much from the, from the big bottle. And um, like me, and him, me and him were just fucking drinking. And, like, we, me and him were just getting drunk, and our other friends were there. <laughs> and, like, Cameron was like, guys, no. <laughs> and you can fuck off, Cameron. You fucking foot pussy. You foot pussy. You fucking foot pussy. I think we did that a couple times. And then, like, <gasps> later in life, uh, I was at his house, like, in college or something. And I was like, dude, remember when me and Franco took the alcohol from your, like, house that, those few times? And then he's like, oh, yeah, my parents knew. They didn't give a shit. Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah there, there's something about that that I kind of... Lately, I've been, I've been having, like, a weird moment about it. Because I'm at a point as an adult where I'm, I don't understand it. And I think growing like the enjoyment of it, I don't, you really it. don't want these experiences. Well, there's, I, I will never condone. I think if, if it's your choice to never try anything or to do it, there's no shame in either course oh, yeah. for anyone out there. There's nothing wrong with, yeah, with I think if you're like a straight edge or you're not going to do it. Be careful with it. Be responsible. If you can go your whole life without drinking, that's yeah, commendable. Don't. My God. Oh, absolutely. I think there, but there is a, big piece of me and I've been talking to Mimi about this because she has this like rich full existence in adolescence that I I, I'm kind of jealous of where she 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 fucked up and got into trouble and there's all this stuff and Mm -hmm. you know all these really good stories and for me I, I didn't. I didn't really get into a lot of trouble but now as an adult if I were to go like hog and just start oh you'd ruin your life Everybody'd be like worried. Nobody would have fun with me. Yeah, because so you didn't have. Because you never did it. And like, I, well, there's to this, just go. Yeah, yeah. there's. This I mean, do you know life. the effects of alcohol though? Like, no, I. I or what well, it's supposed to feel like? I've been, I guess, technically tipsy once. I had. A, I've been trying to drink a little bit with. Been trying to get a wine. To be the point where wine can be nice. I like a good wine. I, I don't understand Wine's it. Good. And Mimi loves good. wine, so I, well, I, it's like I would try to sit down with her and try it. You just being drunk is. It just makes you feel like. Less anxious, I guess. Calm, happier in that moment. Obviously, it's not good. I don't warm. condone it, but yeah, warm yeah, feeling. Warm. Like you feel silly, and then when you start to get drunk, you just get really silly, and right. like you're just like enjoying yourself. I mean, it's not like it's really not a fucking big deal. Like I could go without ever drinking again. I don't care, but I get excited of the thought of it because I've had good experiences. So then I go, oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I get psyched on. I think that it's one of those like, like uh, I don't give a shit about drinking. It's I'm not one of those like fan. grass is always greener on the other side type of things where it's like. Someone who wasn't into that their whole life, they're like, oh, I wonder, you know, like, it seems like everyone had such a fun, like, you know, teen years or whatever. And then people who have drunk a lot and, like, did drugs and shit, they're like, oh, I really commend you for not doing any of that. It's just, like, a difference in, like, mm-hmm. what yeah. you've experienced. I, th- I think there is a piece of me that sees all of that, you know, all the history of, of um, 
that a lot of people share where that like at the same point in their life, they were all kind of fucking up at the same time. And so this is, this is excitement of the unknown and, and of kind of doing something a little bit wrong or whatever. Oh my God! Is there a train? train? Is there a train a going down Van Nuys, Van Nuys Boulevard? Boulevard. <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> we're we're right off the rails. Hey. Carmen, shut off! I don't know where I am. We're like, not stopping for no one. <laughs> <laughs> Came all the way from fucking Glasgow. <laughs> Glasgow. <laughs> but no, there's there's a there's a piece of life that I think I missed out on with my friends where we all kind of you know fucked up at the same time. And if I were to do that now, I think it'd be kind of weird as the older. Here's dude, the thing: I don't. Out on I, a single I, thing, say, I don't think that fucking up and getting into bad situations is something that. Made my no, no, childhood as a, fun as a figure of speech. I just well, mean you built you know, stability for yourself you know, now, where yeah. you can choose to fuck up whenever you want uh, today, and that's yeah. that's nice knowing that where you haven't fucked up during your childhood because you always have those people in high school who take it just a step too far, right. and then right. I mean yeah. me for instance, I have a bunch of people from high school that a lot of them moved out to L.A. dead now, usually mm. heroin mm. or just uh, got drunk it, yeah. and went swimming in a pool, Jesus, drowned. Man. Just a lot of a lot of weird stories to that that exact thing happened, and mm. it's just it's like. <laughs> Getting past that point in high school where you don't fuck up and you, I mean, you didn't even drink at all or anything, mm -mm. which is, is great because now you have the opportunity to do exactly whatever you want. If you wanted to go get drunk tonight, you still have stability in your life where you're able to do that. Now that you're, you're older than 25, right? Yes. Your brain is fully developed. So now when you do these, uh, these things and you get drunk and you make decisions, you're making an informed decision. When you're young and you fuck up, it's because our brains are just, are not wired to have enough common sense to not do this don't have too much don't go break that window you know what i mean right. like you won't do the stupid things you can do this safely and fun with yeah. you know adults around you it's not going to make you a monster or something yeah you're not already, no no exactly because no, no. yeah. like being already who you are it would just like exaggerate those traits already so you'd it, probably be like really caring welcome to convincing jamie to be an alcoholic <laughs> jamie Dude, I, brought a, about I brought a bottle there's there's something about how i'm farting mimi had a <laughs> mimi had a, a long history of of you know being experienced with people who have had that kind of thing in their life. And I, I kind of like that I'm safe for her that yeah. I don't have, she can trust that I'm, I'm, there's no vice that I'm going to completely unload on myself and, and, you know, start destroying everything around me with, uh, but there also is this like strange anxiety that I'm kind of embarrassed about having with it. And I think it's just from growing up in the South and having, you know, certain preconceived yeah. notions about things that I'm kind of embarrassed about feeling anxious about, uh, these oh, things. Oh, don't feel embarrassed about that. No. I mean, there's nothing you can do to help that. You mean anxious, anxious like wanting to do anxious that he feels uh, well, I just embarrassed. Feel, I, yeah. I'm a little, well, I'm a little of like about uncomfortable with to, like uh, being scared to take it. Well, that oh. and I'm, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of, of, it for some reason like my and that is what embarrasses you, you it's because yeah. you lose control oh yeah i think so well, it changes who you are it changes how you experience life and i don't, don't feel I think comfortable it, I, at all I don't, don't feel it changes you but it's also because it takes away certain like parts Ambitions. of you yeah i mean when you're in the moment it takes away like inhibition inhibitions the word yeah. i was looking for i laughed to myself i was like fucking idiot Ambitions. <laughs> hey i didn't even knock you off for that i knocked myself i didn't even knock you up for that <laughs> come inside hold um, the prize i made that saying up but th yeah, um, but anyway, uh, what, what do you guys, well, you had something to say. I was starting to interrupt no, you. No, no, I was just saying, I was talking about the, um, I was explaining to Kip. Oh, good. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things where you do, you don't. If you do, have fun with it, but don't go crazy. Don't go crazy with anything. Mm -hmm. But also, if you don't, fine. Just enjoy life. All yeah. in moderation, yeah. just have some fun. Yeah, yeah. And, and like drugs and alcohol are not the things that are like, man, I'm missing out on the fun things in this world. Like no. there's so many... Going to the beach and hanging out with your friends is way more memorable and fun yeah. and, not to judge. and wholesome. Mm -hmm. Not than to judge, but if you're able to have more fun off of that kind yeah. of stuff, then more that's, power It's more too. valuable, kind of what I always thought. It's like I want to be – I don't want to need something in order to be yeah. – to have a good time. Definitely. And, but I, I do understand – I have a lot of friends who escape into that, mm -hmm. and that's what freaks me out. I used to do that with weed. Like in high school, I started smoking weed, and like all throughout into college, I smoked like all day every day I was like that type of stoner and it got to the point where being sober was the like or being high was the norm right. so like when I was sober is when I experienced things and I was like oh wow like I'm I'm, I'm taking all this and I'm experiencing all this wow. and like I can remember it but when you're high like because after the first like few months of smoking constantly it doesn't hit you the same way you're just like oh I'm just high right. you know and you're just like kind of like Ugh. and like when, when I stopped smoking weed I looked back and I was like oh I 100% use that to cope with right. whatever family mm -hmm. life or just life in general. Like I use that as an escape and that's why like now I don't, I, I might smoke once in a blue moon, you know, you guys know mm -hmm. like none of us are into that really. And like when I do smoke, I'll, it gives me almost a little bit of anxiety and I'll just be like, I don't want to like 
am I coping with something right now? You know, am I doing this like just to have fun and relax, like with Lauren or something? Or am I just, am I like, is there something going on that I want to try to suppress? And like, it's, it's fucked. It's different when you go out and you're having drinks and you take a little toot scoot off the boot train, but yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I uh, really only like to smoke weed when I'm trying to jerk off. You know what? Coming high is quite, there's a term for it. So uh, there's a, a post that I'm <laughs> making on the subreddit every week where we ask the audience <laughs> what they would like to ask us about. I was wondering how and, we were going to transition into that. And that's a great thing. I can't wait to, to get into that. But should we maybe thank our second sponsor? Oh, let's take a second. Thank our second sponsor. Uh, who is? It's Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix. Warner Brothers. Oh, boy. Is this Stitch Fix. Kind of pass that. Okay, so thank you to Stitch Fix for sponsoring our podcast. Stitch Fix has reimagined the way we find and buy clothes. Stitch Fix understands that life gets busy, so just tell them your sizes, your favorite type of clothes, and how much you want to spend. And your personal stylist, that's right, personal stylist, will pick out clothing for you. (laughs) Based on your preferences. That's great. Yeah. So you can try before buying. If the item doesn't fit or you just don't like it, no worries. Just send it back free of charge. Hmm. Oh, also, I was just going to say, you know, style. Uh, some of us have it, some of us don't. I know I've mentioned to you guys that I don't like your style. You have style? Okay. But just because a uh, sense of style is elusive for some, like you guys, uh, doesn't mean it's impossible to attain. There's no time like the present to discover that style you never knew you had. Steve. And you can, with a little help from our friends at Stitch Fix. And God damn it, you need that help, Steve. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know. I know. A personal stylist sounds like something only the rich can afford. I could never and afford it. it's uh, true for certain stylists, um, namely mine. But uh, Stitch Fix is massively affordable. And you get your own personal stylist. How cool is that? Their styling is only $25. <sighs> that's which manageable. Is, which is waived wow. if you keep all five items. How about that? Oh, that's really cool. And actually. since your personal stylist uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. Once your items arrive, try them and just pay for what you keep. So once again, if you don't like something, you need another size, you just send the items back and there are no questions asked and your shipping is always free both ways. Get your fix whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I mean, I love Stitch Fix. Uh, I still wear a lot of the clothes that I get every month Mm -hmm. um, and I know you will too. So there's that. Uh, Hurry to stitchfix.com slash pine to get started right now. Keep all five items. Keep all five items. Keep all five items in your box and you'll receive 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash pine. Stitchfix.com slash pine. Thank you, Stitchfix, for sponsoring this podcast. And now back to your regularly schedule. Thank you, Now, can you, are you in direct contact with the stylist? (laughs) That's a great question. It's just all online. You give them your, uh, uh, so, but are you stuff? That you're not. You're qu- not in direct contact. But you're it, not. No. Can you call them when you're feeling sad? No, you can't call them when you're feeling. What if sad? you're feeling a little frisky? You can, whatever or you feel like, you're not calling uh, the Stitch Fix stylist to talk I about. Can, your I'd be down for that to make it like if like will you taking will you, take, you can, why are you taking your clothes off? Call you, a hotline. You, can, you know, call a hotline. Do those still exist? <laughs> yes, yeah, they still exist. It's any one nine hundred number. <laughs> Go ahead, call it one nine hundred. We're not calling a number. Let's answer some fucking questions. Hey, let's call a sex operator. No, we're not calling. Oh my god, God. you guys want to call a sex operator? I nah. I'll call one right now. No, it'll charge your. It'll charge your. You fucking charge me. Charge that's hilarious. Charge me, motherfucker. You charge a thousand dollars, dude. I will say the dirtiest, nastiest shit. Let's save that for the no end. No, and for the moment, let's get to these questions. Well, in the meantime, while Kim's learning how to do that, let's answer some questions. Yes, sir. All right, I'm gonna. A lot of these will pertain to all of y'all, all of us. Uh, some of them will be more specific. Are you calling? Welcome to 1-800-PHONE-SEX. And our name says it all. <laughs> Want me to send you a sexy pic of me? I mean, That's yeah, I guess. To give your consent to receive naughty... They didn't even wait for it to finish. You verified That's that a common thing. <laughs> and you consent to receive promotions from MMS Broadcasting and NTS. No, I just want them sex. <laughs> text or picture messages and pre-recorded voice messages. I hung up. Well, you know, oh. we tried. We can do our own sex hotline. Okay. That's so funny. I'll be, oh the, I'll be the girl. Yeah. Okay. Fucking I'll, for I'll, be the, I'll be the girl with the camera. Well, I'll I'll the girl the with the camera. You guys are both girls. Okay. And then I'll call. Okay. This is Mindy and Erica. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll get to the end of this. Let's get some questions. Let's get some questions going. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We got some questions. I'm experiencing that. Okay. Experiencing joy right now. Wait, I'm feeling happy. First question. Let's do it. All right. So I'm sorry, Erica. 
This is Mandy and Erica. All right. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Will there? Uh, this is from Epic Hawk Reddit. Uh, it's in all caps. Will there be anything else besides alternative lifestyle and lifestyle classic that will be a full-on series? Are you going to try experimenting with different styles of filmmaking, or are you going to stick with what you guys do now? What did you guys have for lunch today also is the second part of the question. For lunch today, I had a piece of burrito. I had a chicken sandwich. I also had a chicken sandwich from Burger King. I ate a little bit later than lunch. You could call it supper. <laughs> we have a lot of uh, things planned. Um, one of them is that we're really going to focus on making a consistent series uh, uploaded hopefully every day. That is just, it's one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a lot like season one. And then um, we have future goals of doing, new. Um, yeah. we've got future goals of doing a short um, or even two, upwards of four, if that was ever possible, mm-hmm. a month. Yeah. Um, just and they would just be completely, skits. yeah, kind of like the Rooster Teeth shorts that I'm sure you guys are familiar with, but they'd be, you know, written by us, mm-hmm. directed yeah. by me, and directed by me. Yeah. <laughs> we shorts. We're going overtime. Um, we got, hopefully, some gaming. We're going to play some Fortnite, so we've got uh, streams oh, yeah. planned. We yeah. just need to move to this new office and get that set up and ask for Lawrence's help to, to figure it all out. I yep. think they're ordering a mixer for us, so we'll be able to actually stream all our voices on uh, live, and then we're going to have, sick. like, a Twitch stream or whatever, YouTube stream, I don't fucking know, where it shows everybody's perspective that you can yeah. click to. So that'll be convenient. And then uh, also, I think uh, every week we're going to do a feature film uh, that we put out. Yeah, Thorda. Uh, yeah, we're, it's going to be a, a trilogy of 87 films. Yeah. A trilogy uh, of 87 films. It's going to be 900 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how did everyone meet their significant others? All Deets says, little baby bitch boy. Alyssa's going to want me to tell that story with her. She's going to be want to be there for Started that. Started off and roll leftwards. No, I'm not. I can't. I can't spoil that story yet. Well, can we talk about the uh, the potential side podcast thing that Mimi's uh, coordinating, or is that gonna sure? Be? Yeah, uh, Mimi's currently working on wrangling up the ladies to do a sugar fine podcast around the corner. Yeah, like an episode a, a of consistent this thing, or as just an episode of this. Just as a one. Oh, so just like a one, like a one time thing. Yeah, just like a, awesome. just just the girls kind of talking. They're not taking and, over. Okay, I'm scared. My little of it, misogynist. There's gonna be I'm a lot scared of it because like. I'm, 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 my, my, my people are diminishing. I'm the white straight males. You know, we're, we're getting taken over. We don't have enough opinions. It's about time for us to a get lot of our, we did, A lot yeah. of our opinions have been stifled. Yeah. All these powerful female Dear voices. Diary. A lot of the I'm prominent. I'm concerned that a maybe the, I'm running with the wrong crowd. A lot of the prominent male voices has been just stifled by all the women talking. Things are going well, though. How are you? So I'm well. <laughs> no, um, in the diary. Yeah, how are you, well, Mr. Though? Diary? How are you? are the only one who talks to me. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I guess she could. You could just like call yeah, in that for that story. Then. Or they could just tell it on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Or that's what you meant. Yeah. Well, you were saying you want to do it with Alyssa. She'll be on. Sugar yeah, it would be better. So. I think if she told it. I don't know what she's comfortable with sharing with okay. the story, but yeah. it's it's juicy. I, you guys, I probably already know, but I don't remember it. being Should we save that one bad. for the podcast? Like how they met all of us. I think their stories. Oh, have from their yeah. perspective. We give them from, oh, from sure. their perspective. Yeah. me an asshole. I, I can't. Do it. <laughs> she, our, our like coming together story is like tumultuous. Oh, I've heard it. And yeah, you seem like just a goof. I was just not. You seem like a big goof. I don't know if I've heard it. I haven't heard it. Well, but I, we could save it. She, yeah, we'll save it. We'll I'll save just, it. To, as a, as a. Anyway, we'll fuck your pussy later. Yeah. Uh, let's okay. get on to the next question. Does anybody want to talk about their girls or are we going to save no, that we for them? I mean, everyone already knows that we met. Like it's good material. On, uh, yeah, it's good material for sure. But yeah. everyone, we'll knows save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save that. So who, that. whose uh, question was that? That was from little baby bitch boy. All right, little baby bitch boy, piece of shit motherfucker. Um, we will save that question. The last part of that wasn't in his name, James. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll save that for the girls podcast, the Sugar Fine Seven. Back because well, really, you didn't notice the difference. It was a split second for you, but we're in the new office. Sorry, audio listeners, you can't experience what uh, what we bring to the table now. But yeah, we're in the funhouse area. No, it's our office. Well, it's our, our office, office now. Used to be funhouses, but yeah. now it's ours. ours now. Does it sound like we're in a new office, or does it sound the same to you? I imagine it sounds the same. These are good microphones. Same mics. Same, same mics. Camera. Same lens. Yeah. Yeah. Different, different set. set. Same different set. Should we try uh, to answer some questions? <laughs> Yeah. But before that, I just want to give uh, a big thank you to our next sponsor, which is Quip. Hell yeah, Quip. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough, and forget to change our brush on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different, you're probably wondering. I am. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes, with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. 
Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you may take it. Because you got to take a brush and brush your teeth no matter where you go. That's not an excuse. I don't. To not brush your teeth. And I know you don't, Steve. You always get the cheap ones that are at hotels that are made out of uh, paper. For free. And they have little bottles of toothpaste that don't work. Yeah. And guys, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Wow. That's impressive. pretty big backing. That's very impressive. They're yes, legitimate. It is. They're very legitimate. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers that use Quip every single day. Wow. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash pine, pine, right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack completely free at getquip.com slash pine, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash pine. I hope you guys know how to spell pine. Peter Thank Parker you so Peter much, Peter Quip. Pine. We appreciate you, everything you do for us. You have an amazing product. Let's get back to our programming. Thanks, Quip. Get to it, girl. Get to it. So we got girl, some questions from you guys that uh, have been I'm accumulating different. for a little while now. Maybe they're lifestyle related. Maybe it's advice. And, you know, we have a lot of life experience. We have a lot of stuff that we've been through. I have Mostly more life James. experience than you do, Steve. I have a lot. I have a lot, yeah. Kibbe, you have nothing. You oh, lived really? on a farm oh, for 19 really? years until... I've traveled all across the world. You were one of those kids that was in a I've basement. I've been in the UK. I've been in Seattle. I've been all over. I've been on a saddle my whole life. That's yeah. right. James has been riding horseback into the night I ever since the last time I can horses. remember. I ride bareback horse every night to and from work. I ride bareback DP horse every night. Steve rides me bareback every night. Load up the first question, big dick. So our first question comes from Synth D, and they say... Not really, you know, formatted as a question, but I'll, I'll try to see what you mean. Their proudest non-online video moment. Not a question, but I understand what you're saying. No, I also do. Let's start so just Kib. our proudest moment. Proudest moment in life. Let's start when, with Kib. In life? Yep. Or one of them. Just talk about any of them. One of the best ones was winning the streaming, for sure. It was very validating. Another, being married. Proud of both of those. Yeah. Winning a skateboard competition. And third, that's another good one. Easy answer, <laughs> getting engaged. You know? Yeah. Easy answer. Yeah. Uh, probably the best moment in my life besides that was when I got my little dog, Littlefoot. Oh. That was a great moment, but also, no also an easy answer. Um, the narcissistic answer, probably when I got my first cool car. That yeah. is, that's very Definitely. cool. Because cool it was moment. your own car. You bought it. Yeah. Um, well, and leased you bought it. it. You, you crashed leased it. it and wrecked Actually it. financed it. That was No, I'm talking about the first one, the black one, uh, Toothless. Oh, Toothless. Right. Yeah, that one's still alive somewhere. Grand Cherokee, wasn't it? Someone has that car Grand right now. Grand Cherokee. <laughs> I should have never gotten rid of it. It went the just Jaguar fast Grand enough. Cherokee F Type. It's a Grand Cherokee Jag Jag, a uh, fiddle whittle pa. No the wheels. Blast no, for lunch. No Anyways. wheels. It skidded across little t- little teeny tiny ball bearings. <laughs> you guys. Um, I th- I think that my proudest. Oh, here we go. Moment. Humble brag. Humble brag is when I graduated college. I. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it always brings up college. It feels good. It does. Um, I, I honestly, wish I graduated. Because when I first started college, I was ter- a terrible student. I was not responsible. I almost failed out of college. Wow. And um, then I like That's had fucked. an epiphany, and I gotta stop smoking weed. Truly, stop smoking weed, and I was on the dean's list every semester after. The dean's what list. What does that mean? That just means that you're like I think over a three Oh, I thought it meant you were in trouble every semester. Or and then I was, was on the uh, the uh, the headmaster whipped me every day. What kind of um, trouble do you get in in college? Can you? Is it just? Is it like trouble, trouble, like real life trouble, or is it just? Do they have like suspensions and well, and uh, yeah, they have detentions? suspensions. They they don't have detention. They do have suspensions where um, you're not allowed on campus for a certain amount of time. If they ever try to give me detention in college, which I don't, think no, they, they do. don't have detention like that. They can't like make you be. No, one you don't place even have to go to class. You're not required to be. I'm in class. almost no. an adult. Uh, sometimes there is a an attendance. Yeah, percentage of the you, grade exactly, but you, you you could still choose to not do that. And if you it's usually aced like, everything else, yeah, I think it's like ten to fifteen percent is it's attendance. A lot. So yeah. if if you aced everything else, didn't go to class a single time, you'd still get like a solid B. Yeah, in class. so go to class. Yeah, go sure. to class. It's Sometimes. also just you know you shouldn't have to go. I think that's stupid. I think not it's really stupid. Well, then how do you like learn? That. No, because if you are really good at what you're doing and you know everything and you can study how on would your you have known? and you can study on your own, you're right. You shouldn't have to go to class. That's so stupid. I no, agree. I don't. I don't agree with that. I think that um, teaches you discipline. Teaches you discipline, but also not everybody can learn in that sort of environment. That's great. I'm not everybody. 
<laughs> but also, it's like I, I don't if, think you're, that, if they're trying to teach you discipline in college, yeah, you can fuck right off. That's the goal it, of high school. I mean, I it, think it, that, it is still a schooling. It is still preparing you for the real world. Yeah, and and it's still you're in an institution. It's their rules. Yeah, you're going to that institution. And not all classes. Oh, you're giving them that. so much money. They're they're scalping you, man. Yeah, they, they should are, be able to do what you want. This is my real hair. Oh, you should be able to do what you want in college. It's not his real hair. That is my hair. As long as you're not they've scalped him. As long as you're not causing trouble, you should be able to do whatever you want. I think that that should be. I think that it shouldn't be mandatory attendance for a general education. Like those classes are fucking Genets, bullshit. Yeah. But for your major, which is like what you're going to school for, I think that they yeah, should that 10, 15 percent. It's an easy 10, 15 percent. If you're not a great student, but you go every day, yeah. you can get that. Extra I think 10, that, that the I only reason you should be going to class every day, uh, the only reason that you'd even want to go is because of like pop quizzes or some bullshit, like stuff that stuff that you have to go. So you just don't know which day it's going to be on. That's how they should keep you in college. And that's that's what would drive me to be there if they don't have that. Well, kind of also, shit. we're talking, you know, this way, but there are. Hundreds of different ways that classes are run, and I know there are definitely classes where you don't have to yeah. show up. I think you should just go if you're if you're going, and also like that if you're paying money, you should go. Yeah, let's talk about everything you guys talked about on the Girls Only podcast. Okay, we got Bill Cosby. Bill <laughs> <Build> Cosby. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Synth D, for that question. Um, <laughs> that was not sarcastic. I'm sick. Let's uh, let's get into another question, shall we? Hit him with it. So, um, hold on, I'm gonna read. Don't that. do it to him. Don't do it to him. Don't, don't. Oh, this don't, is cool. Don't. So this next question comes from Bowl Spence ninety three. What drew me in even more to Sugar Pine Seven was the subtle horror you guys would include in your videos. So I was wondering how big of fans you guys are to the horror genre. Might be a stupid question considering you guys made a short film called The Woods, but I got to know. What's your favorite genre? On three, go. One, One two, two, three. three. Horror. horror. Crime. <laughs> <laughs> Horror is absolutely my favorite genre. Easily. I love horror. Yeah. yeah. It's so fun. Like, it's a roller coaster. For me, it's like some people don't like experiencing terror terror and being scared. But to know that you're, it's an emulation of fear, yeah. that you get to feel fear without there being anything actually happening to you is so fun for me. I think that that's honestly the reason why I respect film as, a, as an art as a whole is because you like the the filmmakers and the actors and the writers they're they're causing you to emote without being involved in sitting something. in a fucking that. room yeah, staring like, at a screen yeah you whether feel so many emotions whether it's cry, anxiety laugh, or fear or or laughter or joy you know things like that like to be able to feel that from watching a story i think is so powerful it's cool it's such an escape yeah. you get to like that's why i love going to the theater like some people don't love going to the this theater this is but for about me, it's like, horror man not going to theater shut up dude do you, what do you like about horror? We're talking in general, man. Please shut start, down more you conversations. Start wider, I'm not you shutting start wider down and conversations. You, you focus it. That's how conversations go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how connection happens. Yeah, you focused it on horror and then you traveled to why I so like being wanna, in a theater. So you don't want to um, talk about things? You don't want to have conversations? I want to have conversations about horror. Well, then go to a fucking horror podcast. All right, guys, on three. One of them, some of them are my favorite podcasts. Hey, Sit on them. I, I, I can't. Know. They won't invite I will wrangle me. this. I will wrangle this back into it. What a cut. We'll go around. Uh, five favorite <laughs> horror movies of all time. No, nope, three favorite horror movies of all time. <laughs> and then uh, you talk about why one of them is one of your favorites. Mm. Why don't you start? <sighs> Does yeah. Cloverfield count as a horror? Uh, I would say a sci-fi horror, yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorites. Cool. Right. Cloverfield. Hmm. I've seen, I've seen so many. No. It? Maybe It Follows. Oh, good choice. Um... I'd have to sit and think way too long about this because I've seen so many fucking horror movies Just that I don't remember the name. that are some of your favorites. What's another one? I'll go in the meantime while you think of one. Actually, you know what I really liked, which may be an unpopular opinion, um, The Chernobyl Diaries. I love that oh, movie. Oh, it's fun. Yes, it's so a, fucking It's an entertaining fun. movie. It's one of those movies that at the end you're like, oh, fuck off, but like really good. Such a cool idea and a thing to explore. So those would be three. Is that by the same guy that made Quarantine? I love Quarantine as well. Quarantine's amazing. I fucking love Quarantine. Um, that's, no, that's in there too. I don't know if that's the same people who made that. I never saw the Spanish one, Wreck. Oh, like sorry, I'm thinking of Wreck, yeah. Quarantine was great. Quarantine's though. great too, quarantine's though. Great. Yeah, quarantine's cool. Um, mine are number one, I'd say The Descent. <gasps> oh, fuck yeah. That's number oh, yeah. two. We watched that new bed. <laughs> we watched that in bed last <laughs> night. We did, dude. Remember? Under the covers on we my in, uh, portable DVD player. Kim and I knew each other in Seattle, and uh, he would just come over for movie night, and we'd just stay in my bed and eat food and Came watch over for movies. Emo Night, we watched it. <laughs> finding Nemo Night. Finding we just Nemo night. Once a week, finding Emo's Night. Yeah, Descent, The Witch. And probably the Exorcist, right underneath. Really, that's actually what the Exorcist says? doesn't exactly hold up yeah. as well anymore, it but it's so does. impactful. I it think is. it does. 
um, except for one scene that doesn't. And it's when she they lifts the shirt and it's like help from the inside pushing out. I think that's the only cheesy part in The Exorcist. Yeah. The rest of it, because obviously when you're watching The Exorcist, you're like, this movie's from the 70s. But even still, like, they didn't like go overboard with the effects to make it be like, this has to hold up for the next hundred years, you know? That being said, the movie that scared me the most my entire life was The Grudge. When I saw it really? as a kid. That movie was fucked, man. That scared the shit out of me, there too. There was a scene where she's on the bus, and suddenly uh, the face of the grudge pops in the window, which is so cheap. But I was so young, and it was just a big part of my childhood. That and Tremors scared me the most. Mm-hmm. I've changed my whole list. My top four, scary movie one, two, three, and four. And five. <laughs> <laughs> five um, so my turn? Yeah. So, and again, this li- it's impossible to have this list. There's so many. but There's these so are, many. Th- these are three that I think are, are very iconic to me. First one is The Shining. Uh, I love The Shining. It's it all oh. all the movies that I'm about to say are subgenres of of horror. Mm-hmm. You know, The Shining isn't a traditional horror. It definitely is a horror, but it's very psychological. I just love that take on The Shining. Like Stanley Kubrick is a fucking like genius. Oh, He's it's on absolutely another absolutely horror for sure. Yeah, but it's like more psychological and like like a murder thriller. Yeah. It's oh god, it's so fucking good. Like like the way that he like the juxtaposition of sound and image in that movie is unbelievable like there will be points where danny's riding through the hallway and there's nothing going on and all of a sudden like he'll turn the corner and it'll be like like with the violin or something but nothing's around the corner and then there'll be times where like uh, danny's in the room he's like looking at a poster and then he turns around and the two twins are there and it's just like a like there's no jump scare noise that there should be Mm -hmm. so it's like changing that expectation of like the noise being what helps the scare play so that's your number one that's probably my number one um also the original alien oh fuck my life dude okay that's my number that's my number one sorry yeah Yeah. originally fucking fucking christ how did i not think of that that is a horror slasher film almost one alien on the ship they're all trapped on there with it and then all the twists and everything like and it's amazing sci-fi too i love sci-fi as well um the original alien's fucking amazing and then my third one because I, I always go back to like classic horror. Um, I might have to say the original, the first Halloween. The first Halloween is fucking brilliant. There's House of l- Wax. The original? The n- it wasn't bad. It was, it was actually really good. Yeah, yeah that's from good. From the, the 50s or the one with uh, Chad the, Michael Murray? I think, no, I would have saw it when I was like 10. Yeah, that was the remake. You know what horror okay. movie doesn't get the respect it deserves? Uh, the original Paranormal Activity. Oh, yeah. No, fuck, yeah, no the first Paranormal cool. Activity is cool. But, um... They should have just made one. <laughs> Simply. And that would have like made it great. That would have made it gold because Jennifer's body. <laughs> Dude. I forgot about that movie. Jennifer's <laughs> clit. Dude, Jennifer's body was so bad. That was one of the worst movies I've ever I seen. Next to Tusk. She was hot. I used yeah. to love her back Jennifer, in the day. Uh, Sammy Joe, cut, um, cut this part out. Megan Fox. <laughs> Sammy Joe She's not hot anymore, and Sammy Joe knows it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that suck? I hate it when people get plus. She surgery. looks the same. No, she does no, she no, she does not, not she dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely got work done. Dude. And it's same thing with like Lila like, Star. She yeah. looks like fucking Tamla McCandless. <laughs> Courtney Cox from Friends. Yeah, she looks awful. What? Too. She looks awful now. And you know what I was such, really surprised? It's so sad because she's so beautiful. Like I think that all three main female leads in, in Friends it's that are beautiful. Lip thing that doesn't never look natural. But it's also like the cheekbones are like enhanced. Mm-hmm. They made fun nose. of uh, Portia, Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres' wife, uh, season four Arrested Development. She looked completely different, God. and they made fun of her the entire show, and it was amazing. Oh, like within yeah. the show, that's so funny. Yeah, that's cool. I won't be watching it. Do we have Real another quick. question? Yeah. Um, I just have a quick question about a movie that I can't think of the name of. What's that movie where they figure out how to drink? Uh, fuck, or not drink, but like breathe underwater, and then they find aliens. Oh, is that um, the Abyss? Oh, is that James it Cameron? It might be the abyss. Um, no, well, like no. The, he has to breathe in the Cameron? water and go fucking underwater, and then they find aliens. This whole like is it um, that movie contact? was life changing for me. I don't know. No, it's not contact. I think for it's sure. the abyss. I think it's yeah. It might be. Where the, yeah, that movie is like hmm. mind blowingly. There amazing. was a underwater movie that James Cameron shot that was one of the hardest. Yeah, that movies was to called shoot ever. Uh, Sanctum. Sanctum. Rectum. That's what I'm thinking of. Rectum. Yeah. <laughs> the porn parody. It's just a bunch of divers like exploring Rectum. a cave. An asshole. Exploring my asshole, Johnny. What are we picking under my hair? I'm just fucking around. Just thirty-seven bees. <laughs> I like when Sammy Joe does Dead it better. Dead bees. <laughs> so Too I think soon. we've got time Too for soon. one more question. Let's see if this is a good one and worth it. This one's from James Allen McCune. It says, help, help, I'm crowning. Chana? Crowning, he's coming out of the fire. No, that sounded just like Alfredo. Is that your water over there? I'm going to drink it after this if it's not. No, that's no, your water not. over there. So this is a three-parter, um, and we'll answer as much as we remember. This is from Bodie McBoatface1. Is that a real name? Did you real make that name, name up? Real name, birth name. So number one, 
Bruce said recently in a Dude Soup episode, he has been doing things with you since you moved to the, into the new office, which is uh, technically a couple days ago, but it's been longer than that. How does your new How does your new working relationship with Daddy Bruce work? Bruce oversees all. Yep. In layman's term, he's uh, it's his job to keep us on track. Uh, I don't know why he took it, but he did. So we're working directly with Bruce now. Yeah, that. and he is helping us a lot. Uh, helping to keep us on track, Papa um, Bruce. Helping us kind of just explore and develop, learn uh, the YouTube avenues. system. Yeah, learn the YouTube system. Yeah, it it's good though. It's it's good having somebody that you can go to with questions than rather than. Oh yeah, he's so. basically like our agent. Kind of yeah. He's basically like my agent. He's basically like a secret agent. He's like my dad and James's agent and Steve's creepy uncle. Yeah. He's my agent. He's, he's very nice. like James's agent. <laughs> Is there another second question? part of the question? Will there be more peak in your videos? Possibly. Probably. Yeah, he's in if he office, wants to so. if he wants to be filmed, I don't think that we he should likes film being... him. Uh, he should do every cold open to every one of our episodes. <laughs> We're just open. shooting him, and he's just like, hey. "Welcome back." To <laughs> and the number three: Will Autumn be <laughs> editing any videos for Funhouse or strictly SP7? She's SP7. ours. Our she's strictly SP7. Thank she's... you so much, everyone. I'm not editing anymore. It's only Autumn, and it has and been that way for the I'm past editing. And like, I don't know so. if we've ever made this announcement. We have a new member on the team. Her name is Vicky. She's our yeah. assistant editor. Wow, she's hi, great. Vicky. Yeah. yeah. Wow, hi Vicky. She found a, an easier way to subtitle. Yep, she day did. one. Mm-hmm. And she uh, she's been cutting some of the lifestyle classics. She's doing a great job. Oh great yeah, job. She, she makes them feel very yeah. old of school. SP seven. She I did like the uh, she did the I think her first cut Moving was the Moving House. Day, yeah. which was, yeah. was just, good video. Just I think it's like really it. valuable getting a new eye on our stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it's helping it like seem more fresh. You know, we're having her look at it and structure it and find the story in it rather than like just. Same thing every day. Yeah, because Autumn fucking, looks at hate this. Yeah. Autumn just looks at us and sees these ugly ass Chinese guys. <laughs> and I'm like, Autumn, I think you need to not wear three pairs of glasses. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, please. Yeah, get that condom off the glasses. Come the on, condom man. off the glasses empty it out. Please. I'm going to scratch your fucking glasses and you're not looking, dude. <laughs> Are you looking at me or Steve? Because it looked like one eye was Both looking at Steve and one eye was looking at me. Do you love me? I'm gonna fucking scratch your eyes out. So those are all the questions for today. I hope those that answered it. Um, we've got we've got some definitely some big things in the works. I'm really excited about the new season that's coming yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, we're wrapping up the old season, or it might have already be wrapped up by the time this podcast goes out. I'm not Who quite knows? sure. We don't. <laughs> Truly, we don't. There's a lot. This uh, second to last episode's goddamn thirty minutes. Thirty and the finale minutes. is probably gonna be about the same. Let me just say it's very good, and I am a harsh critic. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Pine. We love you guys so much. Don't ever leave us. Losers! (laughs) Fucking losers! You just fucking Tootski? No, I'm picking up. I heard this. I heard. Oh, that was you. Wasn't it? Was it one of you? I knew you've always been farting. James, everyone leave the couch. All of a sudden, three. One, two, three. Fortnite? Yes. We need, to, we need to fill the box video today, too. It's work, your best friends, your loved one, like, you have to be able to grow with it. Well, it's, it's respecting, it's, yeah. res- it's respect. And at the end of the day, regardless of the blurred lines between our friendship or our relationship or whatever, it's like, we respect each other. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. When we disagree. So much. And you were like, I, you know, I, I'd kind of been like, here's, here's my piece. You know, I don't, I don't agree with this, whatever. And you were like, well, this is what we're doing. I, for me, it was like, okay, you're the boss. We're doing it. 